Let's just say this episode of the best podcast in all of higher education is in the interest of justice. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, greetings out there in podcast land. It's been too long. A week or so, at least. (laughs) Uh, It flies by, Jerry. It flies by. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the uh, best podcast in all of higher education. You know what I'm talking about. That'd be the award-winning Hashtag Getting my gosh, I think there's even more awards lately, Austin. I think I saw a whole new batch of them in there. Yep, yep, and we're season five. Is this season five? Starting the fifth year of this podcast. My goodness. I know, isn't it What crazy? a moment. Half isn't a it? decade of podcast dominance. Brought to you by the Samuel Gig College <laughs> of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. It gets me choked up, too. Auburn University. You know, yep. This is a big deal yep. for us. Uh, that's Austin Phillips over there, looking good, may need to... Make a visit to Stephen here yeah, the next week or two. Yeah, it's about time. It's about time. We're all there. Uh, Going to the beach next week. So got to get them oh, sides trimmed up. Can't, yeah. Belly button. <laughs> just, where I was going with that. Uh, just leave it as that. And the, it would uh, be the safest thing. <laughs> and, uh, I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communications and marketing specialist. We got John uh, Sluice on keys over here. Twisting the knobs and breaking hearts. Came in special. Had a half day off, was like, no, I would rather be serving my employer for I, I meager think it, I think it was more like, no, Jeremy waited till the last minute, so <laughs> no, now I have, I have to come to in. Do with it. Poor John was almost in let's, Tennessee let's, last night. Let's move along. <laughs> Austin, on this spot, in five years, we've done a lot. We've covered a lot. We've covered issues related to truth, issues related to the American way, but I do not think we have ever... Handled any justice issues? Oh, you see, because his have, name is Justice. Oh man, I got that wrong. It, but it's spelled wrong. But I'm it. It well, no, I don't like. I like kind of like. It's the like way just you, us. Just yeah, us. See, that's what I was gonna say. Like, hey, well, it's, hey, listen, we can talk. It's just us. Well, I was going another but way. But now I'm kind of disappointed too because I thought we were gonna have Superman on here. Well, in the lead in, is, is he Superman? We're going to find out. Oh, oh man, <laughs> no pressure. Justice. Let's find out. Justice Smith. Uh, a senior, right? Junior. Junior. Well, Jun- how Justice can you have Junior. such a unique name and then your last name's Smith? Well, hey, that's probably talk to my parents. <laughs> that's probably what it was. They're trying to compensate. Yeah, okay. right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, no, a junior in biosystems engineering. Yes, sir. I know we've had a lot of late. You know, biosystems, the the ladies like the biosystems. Half, uh, about nearly 50% enrollment. Yes, 53%. That's right. That's right. 53? Yeah, more than half yes. now. Looking yeah. like that. Big, uh, big. And, but I, so I think, I think you may be the first bio boy we've had on here. I could be wrong. Let's see. We've had some faculty. We've had plenty of faculty. In fact, uh, Justice's uh, uh, mentor. Uh, the Hig. Oh. Old, old Brennan. Brennan Higgins. Old B. Hig. B. B. Hig. B. Hig himself. Old Fish Scales. <laughs> that was a good one. Old Fish. That was a good one. There, we've gotten a lot of good Wasn't from the Wasn't that the fish crap one? Sush, no, that was, well, there was that. There's Sushil. Yeah. There was, uh, you know, Fecal Matters. Fecal Matters. That, that was, that was the name of the podcast, Fecal Matters. <laughs> Interesting. And, uh, well, you know what they're trying to do over there. Right. Now, you're probably pretty... 
pretty well in tune. <laughs> he's yeah, pretty involved with that. Fish yeah. crap too, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think student wise, you may be the first. I could be wrong, but let's just say you we'll are. We'll check the records. Well, I'm honored. Season, yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, so uh, thanks a ton for joining us. We got to get into the uh, the Justice Smith story. Talk about some fun stuff coming up. But yeah, let's start at the beginning. Uh, when you came to Earth from okay. <laughs> Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> All right. Now let's start uh, uh, at the beginning. Where are you from? So I am from Prattville, Alabama. Ooh, I know um, a couple so Prattvillians. Right outside Montgomery, about an hour away. Basically a hometown kid. You, you know? go to Prattville High? Of course. All right. Big, course. big the lines. The lines. The lines? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know Uh-oh. that Bill Clark from UAB coached a state championship at Prattville? Did you know that, Justice? I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I covered the game. So actually it was. Here we go. Bill Clark. Here we go. Versus Back in the year 2003. <laughs> Actually, it was 2006. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Prattville versus Spain Park, Bill Clark versus John Gross, and they ended up being the head coaches at UAB and Jacksonville State. Oh, oh no way. Grudge match it for was, the ages. That was so. back before they had helmets on. <laughs> and, and I was there. <laughs> That's when CTE was something you wanted. CTE. That's Well, uh, well, Prattville. So how's a boy from Prattville, Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get the, a little uh, inside, little inside joke, joke yeah. there. Uh, Prattville, so how? But the, why'd you come? Why'd you come to Auburn? Yeah, interest in engineering as well, too. Okay, so you know this. Maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I really did not want to go to Auburn when I first started. War I was Eagle, super tell us about it. it. Yeah, <laughs> well, mainly because I want to get out of Alabama. You know, I've been there for about ten years of my life, um, and so I looked at a lot of different opportunities. But ultimately, they once the scholarship money started hitting, I was like, you know, I can't refuse it. And also, I had some great people that I talked to. Actually, one of my tour guides when I um, first toured Auburn, he was a chemical engineer, and he kind of sold me on that. And as far as the choice for engineering, you know, I just want to be outside, and I want to do math and science. That was pretty much it. And so that's not the most glamorous entrance into engineering, but that was pretty much how I started. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll go make make a bridge out of trees or something like that. Like, it was <laughs> not so glamorous, but... Um, yeah, that's how I ended up here. Do you remember your tour guide? Javier Nishikawa. Damn wow. Shout out to Javier. There we go. Yeah. There Javier. we go. Javier getting it done. I like that. Well, you don't need to feel, you know, insecure about your I mean, Auburn, we have bought the affection of many, you know. No, uh, it's outstanding I, engineers. I love it now. So and, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> big, yeah. big Auburn Auburn guy now. Yeah, you Except should the show you the lady. money, show us the love. There you go. <laughs> uh well, so so biosystems, I guess, kind of just seemed like the perfect fit given those desires, I guess, right? Right. Being outdoors, right. science, math, trees, bridges—I don't know. So, yeah, exactly. uh, so yeah. I mean, did you did you know what the word? I mean, had you heard the word biosystems engineering before you came? Of course not. Of course. No, never before. Bill Clark, biosystems. This boy's just living in ignorance. And then, <laughs> then he comes to Auburn, and a whole hey. new world opens up. Lights are on. <laughs> I know. Well, so so talk about that when you when you realized like, oh, this is perfect. So, assuming oh, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. There's some moments he's still figuring out, still trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, you know, I've really fallen in love with biosystems, um, mainly because it's so. Of course, it's very broad, um, but also because it's kind of being a smaller faculty, you get a lot of more hands-on experience with the professors, and also you get a lot tighter with your cohort. Um, and and biosystems, I think, on our banner, it covers the range of like energy environment, food, 
Basically oh, everything yeah. important. Basically everything important. Yeah, Dr. Fasina's got, you know, a uh, something about biosystems, covers, and then it's literally everything. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so my freshman year, I got involved with uh, Professor Dr. Higgins. I reached out to him because he presented at one of my classes about possibly getting involved with research. And so that then it transferred over into a fellowship. And so now I've been working with, um, like, basically like microalgae and then also bacteria for a while. And it's really interesting stuff and something that, you know, coming from – from Prattville, I'd never had like a physics class or really like I'd barely even looked in a microscope before I came here and, and getting that experience really kind of made me start sipping more on the biosystems Kool-Aid. And then eventually, um, as I kind of developed that interest, I got, also got involved with Engineers Without Borders. Um, and that has kind of really flipped my worldview on just the potential of engineering to make um, to make humanitarian change. Before we get to EWB, uh, undergraduate research. Yes. Um, what would be your advice to other students coming in on why that was a great choice for you to to start mm-hmm. to start doing some undergraduate research? Oh, great question. So research is fantastic because it, it really shifts the way that you think about the world. Like when I first came in, you know, I thought that like the textbooks that I was reading in class were truth. Like they were just factual information, like that it was 100% true. But as you kind of get into it, you realize that that textbook was written by someone and that was written by probably a professor. And then you start to make that connection. You see like, oh, so we don't know 100% about the world. And so there was, there's kind of this game to play with science as well. Um, as far as getting involved in research, I'd say that's one of the biggest advantages of being a student at Auburn is that the undergraduate research potential is phenomenal here. Um, I think that it's, I honestly think that it's never too early to get involved with research. Like I started off my freshman year getting involved. And I recommend that because if you want to become good at research, it takes time because, you, you know, it's like kind of a steep learning curve at first. But um, it's also it just takes time for research, especially with biological research. You know, you're growing cells and things like that. And honestly, it's a great time. It's really fun. I mean, in my lab, we have people from Iran, people from Ghana, um, people from Ohio, from all across the world. And it's just very interesting to hear their stories. And we're all bonded together by in our lab. It's the love of algae. But <laughs> well, and I was going to I was going to get to that, too. But it's awesome you say that because. Uh, so many of our undergraduate students don't realize that that opportunity is there. They, you know, they think I'm going to come in, I'm going to go to class, do my classes, do a co-op internship and graduate. Uh, but we do have phenomenal undergraduate research opportunities. So with that, what is your research interest? So my research interests have been kind of with waste rehabilitation, most parts. Um, and so I've kind of been thrown to a lot of different projects um, because mainly because sometimes the, the part about research is a lot of times your stuff doesn't work. And well, let me rephrase that. It works, but it also, it just doesn't give you the results you wanted. Um, and because that's, that's how you learn, you know? Um, and so I've kind of moved a lot of different projects, but I think that now kind of going towards harmful algal blooms, but also like interactions between bacteria and then algae. So that's kind of the focus of the Higgins lab and really just kind of whatever's out there. I, I think that when I first came in, I kind of had broad interest and I still have broad interest. And so um, kind of my work experience is lined up with, you know, getting wastewater and then, you know, purifying that, growing algae on it because the wastewater industry, you know, you don't make money there. Like the wastewater purification system for the city of Auburn, it's a deficit spending. And so if we could make like algae products for like protein or things like that, that's extra money solving that problem. And then it increases the ability for people to have wastewater purification systems, which is really important to drinking water, um, a lot of sustainability ties, conservation issues. Um, and so 
I mean, waste, of course, it's not the most glamorous thing to talk about, but it is really important. And that's kind of where my research interests have lied. Well, we get knee-deep in a lot of things in this room, so mm-hmm. knee-deep in... No, it's well, you thematically yeah. consistent. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> uh, the, uh, were you a Boy Scout? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know? And just, you, just got, you just got Scout written all over you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, did you go all the way? Of course. War Eagle. My dad would be really proud to say that. Yeah. Rock wow. and roll. Scout. I mean, was that? War Eagle Scout. We, yeah. d- we have had an Eagle Scout on here. There's I probably say. been a few Eagle Scouts. I, I think we had one early on. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, no, wow. I think we have. That's you never good. did anything like that, did you, Dawson? No. 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 Usually was tied up with sports during some of those times. So. I did. Uh, I took like Taekwondo for a couple of months. Uh, but did you? I was you like were, five. Were you a Boy Scout? Weeblos. That was that was as far as you got. Yeah. I mean, it was. I think we had it. I think we met two times. Okay. I was just thinking the way you that sounds live. like a lot of progress. Well, the way you live, it's, I, it's I just didn't with see. Me. I didn't see Boy Scout. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You have trouble getting out of your office <laughs> sometimes. So it uh, stuck. Uh, yeah, no, I did get lost one time in the woods. Uh, Dad, you know, twisted his ankle, and I was trying to hitchhike my way home. And then you and it turns out we were right in the backyard and then the whole you time. Got a pheasant oh, bird, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you followed the lake. It was loon a lake loon. It was a yeah. web footed, red crested lake loon. You, that's how you got home. home. Well, hey, any Griffith Show fan by the chance? By, by not chance? a chance. Come <laughs> on, Justice, you're, you're such a contradiction. I'd be like I this, know. and then no, no, I didn't know. Yes, I absolutely do know. I love it. Uh, well, so what do you want? I mean, you're a junior. The real world's uh kind of getting close, knocking at the door. Right. I mean, where where are we thinking moving on from here? So it largely depends on kind of what I do this summer. Um, and so I've got. Um, a really cool opportunity lined up that I was um, grateful for Dr. Higgins and, and a couple other professors kind of pointed me this way. But this summer I'll be out um, at Montana State University doing um, some biofilm engineering research um, with uh, this program called like an REU, so Research Experience for Undergrad. It's a phenomenal program funded by the NSF. And so if I really like that, I'll probably go to that. Um, you know, I just love to learn. So I, I think definitely grad school, probably not the most exciting answer, but, you know, I'm not no. going to work at Lockheed or something like that. But um, I think that I, it's really interesting. And also, I just I, I really enjoy kind of the university atmosphere um, and, and interacting with students, with professors and, you know, a focus on learning, but also exploring extension. Um, there's so many different pieces of the university atmosphere that I enjoy, and I would like to kind of stay in that field for well, a while. It, well, if you're looking for a great, great graduate program. I know one that's like zero miles away. Mm. Oh, really? So you ought to look mm. into that. Yep. Okay. Ever heard of it? Let's <laughs> start with an A. Auburn University. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Did you say bioflim? Biofilm. Film. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's what I heard uh, in the bathroom bi- earlier when that guy <laughs> bio- <laughs> Hey, well, you touched on this earlier, so we really got to talk about EWB. EWB we've had we've had multiple uh, EWB students here on the podcast. I never cease to be amazed mm-hmm. um, by the work that you all do. Um, just the selflessness of how much you give of yourselves to make communities and make other places around the world better. Um, so, talk just talk about why you got involved with that, your level of involvement, and then I think we've got something coming up uh, to kind of benefit the group. So, if you could talk a little bit about that. Oh heck yeah, promotion! Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I started off, and, and it's free, so that's even. Better. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so my freshman year, um, I had my roommate. He was a civil engineering major, and then he 
just was going to the meetings and I wasn't really involved with that. I was kind of going the research route. Um, but then he said, man, come to the meeting. They probably have free food. And I was like, you know, I never turned down free food. So mm. I, I showed up. Um, and then right from the get go, I got plugged in uh, with a couple people. So interesting story. So my tour guide, um, Javier, he was actually the Guatemala team lead. And so I came in and I kind of made that connection. I was like, dude, you gave me my tour like two years ago. <laughs> and he's like, you're, I was like, you're one of the main reasons I came to Auburn. And so um, I kind of made that connection. And so I got a little bit more involved. You know, I was involved in mission trips in high school. I was involved with the Boy Scouts. And so also my, my dad is just phenomenal, like kind of just having a servant's heart. And so I, I really modeled after him. And, and really all my family is very selfless. And so I, of course, saw this opportunity um, because one of my frustrations with the mission trips in high school is that we didn't do a lot of service projects. It was more kind of missionary work and maybe like vacation Bible schools, but we weren't doing anything concrete to develop the communities. Oh, concrete, that's a great plan. I know, that was, uh, a, yeah, that was, was a good, good. one. I picked it up. <laughs> um, and so I kind of got involved a little bit more and started coming to some more consistently to the meetings. And then eventually um, I saw the opportunity to become a team lead for the Guatemala team. And I was like, look, I got two great team leads that have gone before me, Javier and then Jane Wallace as well. And so I was like, you know, there's a perfect environment. And this has really given me a chance to kind of challenge myself as a leader and take that next step. And so I came on and we had, had just recently broken ground on this project in Salo, Guatemala, which is this um, a water distribution pipeline um, coming from kind of a gravity fed spring. And so it was really exciting. And it was one of the it was the largest project to date that EWB had taken on at Auburn. Um, and I think that in the end, it's serviced about I want to say about 40 families, um, wow. so around 200 people. And so it was, it, was, it was phenomenal. It was one of my favorite experiences from EWB traveling because usually kind of how EWB works is that you'll, you'll have like different stages of a project. So you'll have like an assessment phase, an implementation phase, and a monitoring and evaluation phase. But in this trip, we basically did it all in one. And so within two weeks, we were out there on the mountain. We were digging trenches. We were laying pipe and making sure the water got all the way down to our tank. And we didn't get it all finished, but I mean, there was some, it was just a great experience because you're out in the jungles of Guatemala in the middle of nowhere and you're um, a couple thousand elevation up and you're just hiking through these beautiful scenic views and the, it's, you're getting cross-cultural interactions, you're getting closer with your team and you're also, I mean, at the end of the day, you're using your engineering skills that you learned in the classroom and you're applying it in the field. And that's kind of like the core tenant of EWB, but I mean, we saw it firsthand. And so taking that back, I was like, you know, whenever I returned after that trip um, in the, in I think it was August or, yeah, August, I was like, you know, I got to do more. Um, there's there's a, such a need here. And also, even more, more so than a need, there's such potential to mentor younger students. And to, you know, I, I have had so many opportunities through my Auburn education and through like EWB. And it's like, I want other students to experience this. And so then when the, when the time came around for the for elections, I was like, you know what, I, I can run for president. I think that there's so much potential here in the club and we've had great leaders before, but you know, I wanna to contribute to this as well. And so for the past year, or fairly for the past four months, I've been working as president um, at EWB. And so it's been, a, it's been one heck of a ride. You know, there's definitely the up days and the down days. Um, but I mean, even last night was one of the most fulfilling experiences. We just went out and played, um, we played Ultimate Frisbee on, on Sanford Lawn. It's just it's great because you have seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, you have biosystem engineering majors, chemical engineering majors, mechanical engineering majors, even some software just coming together and just throwing a Frisbee around and talking about, you know, working in Guatemala and in Bolivia. And so honestly, it's probably defined my career at Auburn, um, being involved with Engineers Without Borders. And of course, there's always more that we would want to do with that club. But I think that it, it should also be appreciated just 
how fantastic our students are. Um, well, I hope you're able to take a step back and realize, I mean, those 40 families, you're making an immediate impact. But we're talking about something that's going to have an impact for generations to come. And, right. you know, we think about clean water and it's okay, well, I've got, I got something to drink in this bottle. But then we're talking about irrigation. We're talking about, right. you know, just hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about, you know, making an impact and an effect on that area of that mm-hmm. country for generations to come. So I, I hope you re- mm-hmm. I hope you are able to step back and be like, yeah, we did something great for the immediacy, uh, but this is something that's going to leave an imprint for for years. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very humbling being there in the community because we didn't know this until we had gotten there. At the end of the trip, we were kind of talking with the community. Well, we weren't talking. I mean, I don't. It's been a long day since Spanish in no, high school. Um, yeah. Um, but we were kind of talking through our advisors, and they had been working on this project for 10 years. I mean, just think about how different the world was 10 years ago. And so these leaders had been buying the land for this project and kind of setting aside a pipeline route, you know, trying to put mon- money to purchase together this spring. Um, but ultimately, they just didn't have the funds to kind of go through it. And so the fact that a team of about 20 college students and two advisors could help facilitate this 10-year-long project and be the final piece to put that together is so humbling. And when we were at the site, I mean, there were community members that were saying, like, my life purpose has been accomplished because Man. we've gotten this spring, and now my now my children can enjoy this water. Well, well I'll tell you, we have a photo. Um, uh, did Christian go with you all on this course. one? I, yeah. I believe it was one that Christian sent back to us. Um, and I can't remember if it's a little boy or a little girl, but they're looking at the camera and the joy that you see on their face with this water coming out of this pipe. Um you know, that, that, that's one of the best images I've ever seen is captured. So. Oh, my gosh. And our well, media team was fantastic well, on that. Tour. And it's so great <laughs> to hear this kind of behind the scenes stuff because Christian, every, he is always taking credit, like 95% of this stuff. <laughs> he's like, I made the coffee. And he's I like, these everything. kids don't know what they're doing. They're I just playing the their coffee, switches. I made the coffee. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're playing their wordles. And he's just like, I'm hey, out so, there. So we do, um, before we run out of time, we do have an event coming up that benefits uh, EWB. So can Talk a little bit about the water cycle. When, where, why? Right. So on April 22nd, so we this is our largest fundraising event of the year is the water cycle. And so great play on words because mm-hmm. it's a cycling event. And so last year we raised about, I think it was the final numbers were somewhere around uh, $23,000 for wow. this event. Wonderful. And we're at about, I think, about $19,000 right now. But we're really pushing to get more riders because last year we had about 90 and we have about 50 right now. And so... That's one of the biggest pushes that we're trying as an organization, but it is such a great time because we're out at Lake Martin Dam and it's like a concert on the top of a dam. And where else can you say that will happen? Um, and so it's only about 45 minutes away. It's a great time. They have this amazing taco truck that comes out and I'm probably best tacos in Auburn. Uh, sorry to the other Mexican restaurants no. in town, but it was, it was pretty fantastic. And it's just a great time to come out and enjoy the view of the dam Um Enjoy the food and, you know, enjoy some great live music. You know, also you're riding a bike, you know, for part of it. Yeah, um, a great but, cause too. So but you're supporting if, a great if cause. someone wanted to donate or sign up for this, how do they do that? So probably the best way would just, I don't have the website on me, but EWB, uh, if you just look at EWB Auburn University, you'll probably find our site. And then there are some links you can navigate from there. Wonderful. Wonderful. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Justice, can't thank you enough for being here. And for taking the time and for what you're doing for Auburn, for the world. And, uh, and, and yeah, thanks so much for and being for, up for, for season five. And for truth in the American world. Yeah, well, thank hey, you guys. Some, I mean, 
I was telling before the podcast, but you know, I've been listening to this podcast since freshman year, and mm-hmm. so it, it's definitely a dream come true. So well, thank you guys no so much. Well, no wonder you're so incredible. It's yep. probably uh, just hearing all these that's inspiring where it stories. <laughs> yep. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.